Hi friends, I'm coming on to wish you and your loved ones a really happy and blessed 2021. And I also wanted to express my thanks. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, whether I announce it or not. You guys are pressing that play button as soon as these episodes are released and that's something I'm really thankful for and I'm always having all you in mind whenever I produce any of these episodes. Thank you once again and a quick heads up with this following episode that you're about to hear. The audio is a little bit out of sync, it's a little sped up but it's still super fun and a really silly episode and I hope you still enjoy it. Thank you, and on to the show. Welcome back to the New York Eye Doc Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Damaris Raimondi, and with me today is the world-famous optometrist, (laughs) you've guessed it, the Dr. Carly Rose. Yay! We have you back on! I'm so excited! I'm so excited too. Thank you for having me. We're doing a year in review. We had, I know you and I, I feel like we jinxed 2020. We definitely did. Both of us. all optometrists, (laughs) the optometry world's collective mind ruined this year. We were so psyched. I know. You did you print t-shirts? <laughs> I printed thousands of t-shirts. <laughs> thousands. Do you want one? Because I have thousands I in my basement still. Want one. Oh my god. The year mm. that was, I guess. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. when when we first when I first got you on the show, you had forty nine thousand five hundred followers on TikTok. Do you know how many you have this, as of this morning? Mm-hmm. Around one eighty. Yeah, around one eighty. <laughs> yeah, one hundred and eighty three thousand eight hundred something, and and ticking. It's insane. It's a weird platform, right? So weird. I mean, like <laughs> I, I I ended up burning out. <laughs> I know. Well, uh, didn't we all? We have so many pots cooking. We have. Insta and Facebook and Google SEO and Google reviews and TikTok and podcasts and what I'm LinkedIn. I know I'm missing some. I know just it's trying crazy. to survive, right? Like, yes, <laughs> during so, a global pandemic, which has like oh. changed everything. But do you remember, like, you know, deep in the pandemic when everyone was still trying to figure things out, like in April, May, like, what was the craziest thing that happened to you that, like, would have never happened otherwise. The biggest thing I remember is on March 16th. It was a Monday morning. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was a Monday morning. And I, we had like an emergency staff meeting and I pulled everyone together and I was like, I don't really know what to do, but I think we're going to have to close. This was before anyone, I feel like a lot of people were still not really taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. And I was like, We have to be on the right side of history here. We have to close down. We have to be safe. And we all just kind of looked at each other in silence, like what is about to happen? And little did we know it was going to be a 10-week shutdown and the world as we know it opening back up was going to be very different. But 
I'd say the craziest thing was just getting things like hand sanitizer and alcohol wipes just to be able to see my emergency patients. Like uh, during shutdown, I saw multiple zoster keratitis and retinal detachments. And uh, I think I saw like a razor knife to the eye, but just to find masks to be able to do the emergencies was pretty wild and unbelievable for sure. I was looking back through my camera roll, right, like to like reminisce. Mm-hmm. And in mm-hmm. uh, on January 30th, the warehouses already had signs saying like, hey, if you buy an N95, you cannot return it and we don't have any. And I remember back oh then I was God. like, well, uh, hey, dad, because he's in construction, <laughs> right? I was like, make sure to get some because you end up going to warehouses mm-hmm. more than I do. And yes. that's what I remember. And then there were there were none. And now at, at the hospital, I get like one and 95 a week. So that's mm-hmm. been pretty stable. But otherwise, I mean, it's it's been strange. Yeah. I, well, it was like post apocalyptic, right? It was wild. And I still went into the office every day. I worked probably more than ever. I would go six, seven days a week. And the roads were just a ghost town, oh, yeah. a complete ghost town. Totally. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And now now we're all adjusting. But you know, we've been doing TikTok this whole time. How has that been different <laughs> for you? You know, what's funny is uh, you and I both talk about this a lot. But we knew back last year, I mean, we've known for years, the importance and the power of social media. And so that's why we do it. Um, but I feel like during shutdown, all kinds of other optometrists were like, hey, we should probably do social media. And uh, so a lot Mm -hmm. of people flooded me like during shutdown asking how to do what. And it was it was kind of like everybody came up to speed with the importance of it. I guess that was the biggest change I saw. Yeah, that was really we different. Did, we didn't we didn't look like the crazy ones anymore, right? That's true. No, we were we were leading the way. We did look a bit crazy for a bit there though. It mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. it was nice though. It was nice to get everybody else onto it and to have more people talking about it. And then there was like a big doctor boom in general, I think. Oh, I agree. With all and of- it's a quick it's a quick and dirty way to spread a lot of information. And during the pandemic, things were changing daily. So it was kind of like hop on spread the info. It's a lot easier to digest than email blasts. And it was a great communication tool with all of our patients. Yeah, and it's coming from real people. And it's just it's so trustworthy. Whereas now, like if you if you look up any like news article on Google, right from like a big like media company, it ends up being Mm -hmm. the same recycled article in like 70 different websites. And I'm like, well, I'm just trying to find new information here. I just Mm want to know what people are going through. And then, you know, I saw you going out there and hustling and delivering eyeglasses and doing all sorts of stuff. And that was inspiring. It was wild. Now we're getting to see who's not social distancing, who's not doing math. <laughs> but it's good for me to know. But another thing that has uh, finally gotten, in a way, the attention it deserves, I noticed through your TikTok was all the talk about eyelashes and both backlash <laughs> and understanding. But I'm glad it's happening because I think it mm-hmm. just go- it just uh, speaks to the bigger topic of people wanting convenience over information how, how has that been because you've been speaking a lot about it well and that was 
honestly by accident because I love dry eye. So I really just get on there and talk about dry eye. And part of dry eye is cosmetic safety and knowledge. I never thought I would talk so much about the cosmetic industry and it was totally by accident. My biggest mission is not even to have people stop doing it. It's to have them have the information to make proper decisions. And the the amount of animosity that I've stirred up on total accident. I was, I think I posed a question like, did, did the tanning industry go after dermatologists this aggressively? I am not against lash artists. I'm against people not knowing what they're doing to their bodies, right? Mm. There's a very clear difference. Get all the eyelash extensions and dyes and lifts you want as long as you know what you're doing to your oil glands and in five or ten years when you're absolutely miserable you know why Mm -hmm. because so many times I see patients that have liner tattoo for example end stage dryness and they're like I wish I would have known this before I got it done and that is now my mission I totally on accident yeah, and just informing in general. And I think because TikTok just gears so young, the people on there don't realize that, yeah, you feel fine right now because you're 15. Like, it's mm-hmm. your body just changes so much later on. And then, like, this is, like, a good thing to inform people about it. Like, because I, we know about eyes, right? And we're professionals. Mm-hmm. And we've studied for years about this. I know that it's something that I would personally never do just because I know what's going to happen right or like right. like you said you know you're informed about it you'll do it once but you'll kind of know not to get it done every single month but right. or mm-hmm. if you are you should probably get routine mybography and maybe like mmp9s or osmolarity get some extra testing to track it pretty aggressively and the second you start seeing gland obstruction gland loss inflammation pull back right yeah, and take a break like at mm-hmm. least keep your finger on the pulse and know about your own body yeah and eyes you know i think not not even just eyes but professionals lately it's just gotten like watered down through convenience and, and whatnot and there's even like all this uh not in not the invisalign but what's the other two that are the, oh those diy God. like we would never smile direct yeah and then there's and... another one that uses a cute tune like my shiny teeth and <laughs> Yes, like, no. and people's teeth are falling out. It's horrifying. Like, I would never, but like we understand that as professionals, and then it's you gotta gotta get that information out. You don't want to cut corners on your uh, your vision. What? Oh my gosh! It's one of these things where you take it for granted, and then when it's gone, you're like, oh god, oops. Yeah, dry eyes, no fun. I definitely tell my patients that all the time. It's- it is. It's suicidal level pain. Mm-hmm. So. It's a, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. And how are things going with your practice? Like what's been different lately? It's really (laughs) been insane. So our number of patients per hour is still decreased to keep, well, you know, my office is very Mm -hmm. tiny. So just to keep physical distance between patients, we have to keep the numbers down. And of course the demand is up because we had 10 weeks off. It's end of year. Everyone's trying to get in. I think I just need more space. So we're aggressively looking to expand our footprint to be able to fill the need. It's been a while. It's been wild, but we're learning as we go. And I will say the best thing I learned from the shutdown 
as a business owner is you just have to start taking action, right? I am an overthinker. I think we're all overthinkers. We're going to research until the nth degree. And when you're in a novel virus shutdown, there is no research to be had. You cannot look up what to do because it's never Mm. been done before. And you have to kind of fly by the seat of your pants and trust your intuition and trust your knowledge and trust your gut. And that panned out pretty well for me. So I'm going to try to take that into the future. And you you don't have to have all the pieces figured out to start taking action. Yeah, and just do what's right for the patients and do what's right by your team. If there's something that we can do to take, you know, precautionary measures, why not? It's definitely been super different. And, you know, I got vaccinated. That's my new thing. I yeah. saw that. That's super exciting. We haven't heard what round of wave will be in in my county yet. But I did hear that my local children's hospital is going to do... I need more information, but I think they're looking for like healthy people in a certain age range to almost do a cohort Mm. study. You get the vaccine, but you're in a study. So I might sign up for that if if ODs aren't in an early round. Yeah, can't do it. I feel great. The flu shot is way more of a pain than than this. That's awesome. And when is your round two? I think it's like June, June, (laughs) June, January 6th or 11th. (laughs) I'm... I'm all kinds of messes. I've just been living life an hour at a time, but it's like, uh, yep, no time space continuum what? anymore. Time does not it exist. Doesn't, anymore. but it's soon. Um, it's on a Monday. I guess when we come back, it's there probably the eleventh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They were like, "Do you want to come at seven a.m.?" No, I don't want to come. At 7. Like, I want to come at ten a.m. Like, please, please do it. But you know, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to like, getting like my husband to have for him to get vaccinated and for like all our family members uh, I think I predict that it'll be like a lot sooner than summer I do too yeah I thought I I was gonna go January I'm optimistic yeah and it just got moved up I think they were just trying to make sure that you know there's enough to go around for everyone I love it I do have a fun question for you maybe it's a little morbid but I, I came across it and I'm like, oh, you know, Dr. Rose is always game. <laughs> so like if you had to have if you had to if you had a choice, what would you have for your last meal? Oh, my gosh. Um, can OK, definitely for sure. Some sushi. Oh, my rolls. God, that's good. Yes. OK, but also what's your drink? Yeah. <laughs> uh... Oh, gosh. Something carbonated, not too sweet. I would probably have the the server or whoever was preparing the meal, I'd have them surprise me. I love surprises in restaurants. I like to try new things. So I'd have them surprise me. I'd tell them not too sweet, but carbonated. And then sushi rolls and probably a good like um, tikka masala or something. Oh, wow. That's really good. That's what we'll go with. Surprises, how cute. I think I was in the restaurant industry so long that I also like to have the experience of the meal, not just the meal itself. And so to get the service industry involved in my meal is so much fun. So what did you start off with in in the restaurant industry? Were you a busboy or like a a waitress and all that? Um, 
my very first job ever, I was 15 and I was a server. And also it was, you're not from this area. Everyone in this area would know what I was talking mm-hmm. about, but it's like a chili mm-hmm. place. It is, um, that we, there were servers, but then also drive through. So I would bounce between drive through and serving. And of course, hop in the back and like clean dishes. It was all hands on deck type of place. And then I've done anything from (laughs) the craziest position in the service industry I've done is a bathroom attendant, which is pretty wild. I know. And then I've also, of course, like bartend, cocktail service, whatever, bottle service. All all the things. That's great. That's I've Mm -hmm. definitely resonated with that. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I got my start as a busboy. And that's what encouraged me to hit the books because I was like, this shit is hard. Like, I, (laughs) it really is intense. I'm like, it is still intense. So much respect. And like, oh, my God, what it breaks my heart now with like all the outdoor dining stuff. But well, you know what? It'll Mm -hmm. build back up when it when it does. That's life, right? You have pauses, you have some setbacks and then you you come forward. And we are all going to oh, be yeah. ready to go out to eat. I know <laughs> I am. I am so ready for totally. it. Totally. All right. And then one more thing. Uh, tell me you're an optometrist without telling me you're an optometrist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, let's do, let me think. Let me think on it. You put me on the spot. Okay. How about this one? Which, Okay. This I actually joke all the time with Grant about this. Which outfit should I wear? One. Oh my god, I'm hanging up. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. Well, what are some mm-hmm. uh, words that you want to put out there for 2021 for, for everybody to hear so we can keep in our little time capsule? This is <laughs> what, what we're doing. doing. 21 is going to be the most <laughs> boring year we've ever had. Ever. more boring than 20 well Period. we did learn a lot of stuff this year mm. no it's 2020 was the m- biggest roller coaster mm. of my life and so 21 has to be just the most boring mm. calm ever ever routine uh, routine is nice i miss my routine all right well thank you so much for coming on this sweet and short episode and we'll be seeing each other on tiktok And until next time, say bye, everybody. Bye.